It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no. But angel hair pasta, Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. DMVR Broncos live coming to you from Studio X, where the X stands for exception. As in today was the exception to the rule at Broncos training camp. We'll explain why in just a second. First, a shout-out to our presenting sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Shout-out DraftKings Sportsbook. Go get your bets in. Uh, if you're a degenerate, you want to bet on the yes. Hall of Fame game tonight, Get go ahead and do it. I'm taking the over, which is a very counterintuitive thing to do yes, that when is. it comes to <laughs> the Hall of Fame game, the worst football game in all of sports. Um, but So what is the over? 30 and a half. Okay, that's why you're taking it. And yep. check this out. I looked at the depth charts oh. because I am a degenerate. And <laughs> I'm surrounded um, by two degens right now. <laughs> some of the things that I found to be notable. Uh, Kyle Sloter will be getting lots of play for the Jags. He's a preseason legend, so he's probably going to throw a couple tuds. Is he a starter? Um, I don't know who's starting. I don't think so. That I'm... would be my guess. No way. The top two aren't. Bethard and... Beat hard. <laughs> Beat hard and Trevor Lawrence aren't playing. Oh, oh really? So, I'm so not it's sure. down to him and, and Mullins. No, Mullins is on the Raiders side, and he is also a legend. Mm. Um, so I'm just like, <laughs> how, these guys are going to toss a couple. Yeah. Okay. okay. With those starting quarterbacks, I yeah. like it. Dre and I have a bet. Uh, <laughs> shot of Malort on Monday show. Monday Malort. Uh, if. Uh, whoever wins he's got the under i've got the over i hope you guys are doing a, a 9 a.m show on monday nope 250 oh okay well that would have made it even better that would monday morning <laughs> Nine, 19 points in the hall of fame game last year yep. 24 before that yep. 33 the game before that 38 that before that 17 uh broncos were the 24 ah uh, okay so I electric mean, finish. Juwan Williams or Juwan, Juwan Winfrey yes. couldn't take him over the top. No, he could. But like, I mean, just over, over the, the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Vic had kidney stones. Yes, he did oh, in the yeah. kidney stone game. That's before. right. Yeah. A lot of storylines. <laughs> yeah. What an era. Uh, so anyway, there's some storylines tonight too. I mean, you got Josh going back home to where he played football. Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Yeah. Going back, to, he grew up in Canton. Or he, he grew up in Canton. Probably and the he last played, time he ever goes there. And he, <laughs> probably, and he played football there. At like at Canton that, High School. At that stadium. No yeah. way. Yep. Wow. Probably sucked. Um, <laughs> okay. Shout out Jockeying Sports, but go bet on you know degenerate things like yeah. the Hall of Fame game, which is, I mean, it is the worst football game. Like I would yep. legitimately yeah. rather watch D three. Bottom of the barrel football than the Hall of Fame game. So then let's get to it. Henry, are you watching it? Oh, I've been planning my week around this. Absolutely. It's been six months since we've gotten an NFL game. You are disgusting. Ryan, are you watching it? 
it's hard for I I should be excluded from this because I have plans like throughout the so like I have a well, I have a meeting at seven o'clock like that you know. But if there was a big Thursday night game, you may move the meeting around. You may make sure that you're there for it. Um, I know what I would be doing is just watching it during the meeting. Okay, well yeah. So yeah. so I mean you would make it happen. I'm for not a big NFL game like week one. I'm the, not the making any opening promises. Thursday night game. I'm gonna say it's a fifty fifty proposition. Wow. Wow. Are you? No chance. Yeah. Oh my no chance. Wow. The Hall of Fame game we... sucks ass. <laughs> it's so I, did, I didn't even know it was going on until today. When on the Today Show, they had Josh McDaniels talking about it. Oh Oof. my God. Was it terrible? Yes. Yes, Thank of God. course it was. <laughs> um, okay. Screw all that. Let's talk Broncos. Uh, I said it's the exception to the rule today because the rule has been defense dominating. And finally, <laughs> after we were pretty rough on the offense yesterday, we, you know, we roughed them up a little bit, and word has it, it got into the locker room. Locker room material. They're playing clips of this show throughout the <laughs> locker room today, and, uh, and they responded because of it. Yes, they certainly did. That's why Nate Hackett flipped me off when he walked yeah. out <laughs> on the field. <laughs> Probably. It all makes sense now. I don't, I don't know if you're joking, because that seems like something you would actually do as a joke. Uh, no, he, he did not flip me off today. Uh, he's kind of the quite opposite, although I could see him doing that as well. Yeah, joke. exactly. Yeah, yeah, just like you joked last week. Right. That was a joke. I love yeah. flipping people yeah. off. Okay, it's good. funny. It's funny. Like, tomorrow, uh, when I'm playing at the Skyline Scramble, like, anytime I see anyone I know on the golf course from, like, another hole, I'll, I'll flip them the bird. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the fact that you are going to be playing golf and Henry and I are going to not be drinking beers and watching a jog through is a flip off on its own. It no is. one is making you guys do that. It's the job. <laughs> oh, by your own definition. I mean, yeah, like you, you go to the practice. It's I the know, job. I'm, I'm just saying like, if you would have been like, hey, can we skip training camp to go to the golf tournament? <laughs> Everyone here would have said yes. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you, you can take that pass. You're the golfer. No, I mean, that's not... That's, at other companies, then that would like be something different. Here, it's like, yeah, no, I believe that that's how that would be approached. Like, yeah, do your thing, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, you got to... Accountability. I like it. There we go. Personal accountability. accountability. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a real theme today. It really is a theme sure the past is. 15 minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really nice to see the offense get going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Russ looks like Russ. And I thought that was maybe the most exciting part of it all. Is like, it's It wasn't all on the script, um, but it was legitimate off script stuff, meaning... A lot of times in training camp, there's a sack that happens and they just let the play go on and like someone throws a 60-yard touchdown and you're like, mm -hmm. eh, I think it was a sack. Today, Russ was legitimately like breaking the pocket, making nice plays. Uh, first one that stands out to me is one to Montrell Washington where he just escaped out of the pocket. Montrell was kind of sitting alone over by the sideline, throws it to him. Jonas Griffith tries to get over there. Montrell's too fast. Um, you know, there was a couple deep plays uh, to Cortland. We'll talk about one more in a minute. Um the Greg Dulcich one, which we talked about in our takeaways video, I just love this from a rookie. Um, bootleg and in, in red zone drills, everything is just flowing so hard towards the right pylon. And Greg Dulcich just stops. And everyone flies by him, and Russ has a little like jump pass, throws it back, crosses body right to Greg Dulcich. So just a lot more like, for example, oh, I've got boy. two pages of notes today, which wow. means there's just like a lot more notable things, quite literally. That were happening. Well, how, how big did that, you write? I mean, I have one line per per observation. Okay, skipping lines in between. Nope. 
Oh, okay. He okay, won't show you, though. He won't show well, you, Well, this though. is just my top stuff. So, like, this is, I like... I do see uh, some skip lines. No, there's so, a lot of empty You know, Ryan, this there. is personal <laughs> accountability. <laughs> there's not here, though. Okay, second page looks a little better. <laughs> second page is all straight. The first page, what I do is I write down all the things that I'm going to say on the show. Okay. Like, different mm-hmm. things I want to be able to go to. Okay. Like this one. What did Russ cook today? Ah. Uh, uh, Russ cooked something good. Yeah, he did. He, he uh, had... You guys have had sesame chicken. Oh, last night, actually. Oh, no way. We're yeah. from where? Yeah, from where? Oh, this dragon, he- Heaven Dragon. Heaven Dragon? That can't be. He says I know you say, I think, let me, let me make sure that's what it's called. Yeah, I don't think so. Heavenly Dragon, maybe? Well, Heaven, Heaven Dragon Restaurant. There it is. Thor- Heaven? Heaven. Heaven, Heaven, Heaven dragon. dragon Restaurant. Which <laughs> I'm not totally sure what, like, the belief is, but, like, Heaven Christianity, I don't think there's a whole bunch of Christians in that China. believe in dragons? We're getting too and dragons. we're getting too deep on this. That You're is true. To talk heaven about dragon, sesame chicken yeah, that's here. Fair. Honestly, heaven dragon. Chinatown bistro next time. Um, I would say that heaven dragon's probably a three, like a a, a rideometer three. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no, no. Little Ollie's, <laughs> Little <laughs> Ollie's is Ollie's. where it's at. That is my favorite Chinese restaurant ever been. No, Cherry Creek. I think I've seen it. Yep, yep. You have. It's been there forever. Wait, Cherry Creek. That's too bougie for me. This one's been here forever, though. Okay. So it's definitely not a hole in the wall, though. Uh, uh, it's, it's not bougie, though. It's just, it's a great Chinese restaurant. There's sesame chicken. One of my. What are we talking? One of my favorite. I don't know. What are we talking yeah. ahead? <laughs> um, Sesame chicken's 15 bucks. It's pretty bougie. For a plate that serves two. Okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean. So yeah, my portions. sesame chicken was 15 Average bucks, person but 40% in there. Give off. me a breakdown of their uh, clothing. Um, see, it's a little more. It's Cherry Creek. It's Cherry Creek. It's a little. It's 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 Cherry Creek, but it's a little more casual. Okay, uh, I, I I would say I like Ryan, something between I, what you're talking about and like ninety nine cent scoop. Yeah, yeah, ninety nine yeah. cent scoop. Little scares me a little. Yeah, right in the middle, Chinatown it, Bistro. Yeah, and, and that that's probably right. Um, but their sesame chicken to Slaps. die for. I absolutely love it. Mm. However, it's not you know the fillet with uh the the bernays sauce on it and stuff but it this is, is it's that? really really good okay um i will say if you want like up at upper end chinese hop alley okay and are those small plates yeah it is okay small oh. okay so yeah that that is an up but yeah kill i'm going i'm going a little while it's just a step under that it is a step it's, under small plates, but yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. like when you walk the in there, people have like plates. polo shirts on. Oh, it's because it's in Cherry like, Creek. It's why yeah. I mean, go come to Cherry on, Creek. Dude, I wear polo, so yeah. That, that's <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to like Cherry Creek unless I'm like trying to like have you know like you know wear like a, a button down, and, <laughs> or else I just I look around and I'm just like, what is this? Is I don't I don't belong here ryan feels so uncomfortable with us right now hank we both got the polos wow on. yeah you got we're just we're, we're just making him feel uncomfortable again one of those things that you guys just like no one told you you have to wear polos to work it's but true. you just do it it's anyway just what uh-huh. you do yeah 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 so this see... says small plates not an appetizer not an entree uh, what does that are you leave? looking at hop alley no oh, he's, oh he wants at... to know what a small plate is oh it's something that you get like so let's say there's two of you. You probably get three small plates for a meal. It's like it's like if if it's tacos, it's like the smallest tacos you've ever like two bite tacos, and it comes with two or three of them. So you it's the I love places that serve small plates because you end up getting to order a bunch more things off the menu. You get to try right. them more, you know. Because if you go to like a true like three course place, it's like you're getting the three things mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, and you're gonna be stuffed. This is like mm-hmm. you could try a bunch of different stuff and you know. 
go out and maybe still have some room for ice cream. What's great about it for me is I just get one thing. And <laughs> yeah, that does make sense. I don't know. I'm, I'm not making a, a verdict here. I'm, I'm not sure whether that's okay with me. Small plates? You're yeah. Like, yeah. Small plates. You're like one or two years away from your small plate. <laughs> okay. Right, right. <laughs> okay. I'm a little skeptical of this. That'll be on your day off of the three nights in a row. Oh, small okay. <laughs> okay. I would say like my favorite restaurants around here go that way. Mm. Huh? Is that like a new thing? It's like I would say so. Okay. so. Okay. Last yeah. five years, yep. Yep. really yeah. kind of blew up. Interesting. Yep. It's a big thing in just like for like foodie restaurants. Yep. Yep. It's on the bougier uh, side. It is. It is yeah. for sure. Okay. 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 What I'm Russ saying, cook? Russ cooked small plates. Maybe the <laughs> best thing you can cook that takes a while. Okay. Green chili. Mm, yeah, that's pretty good. Straight up cooked a green chili today because he had to take some time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on the script. It wasn't quick. Flash it in the microwave. Let's go. It was get all the ingredients, you know, um, get them to kind of mesh together, let it steam, let it brew. And then he, he made magic, which is what green chili is, is magic <laughs> in a bowl. Um, so I thought he was able to make some really big plays. Took a little bit of time, but that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And then... I guess this is a good segue into the highlight of it all, the end, right? Because that's what green chili is all about. You take all that time, it all leads up to the finish when you get to eat it. And it was the move the ball period, minute 48 on the clock, situational football, Broncos down 14 to 10. Let's hope that's not the score at the end of ball games this year. Um, I don't know. That would be right around the score you think they should be. It's an average offense. 24-21 is what I'm looking for. Um Needed a touchdown to win. A minute 48 on the clock. Starting at the... T- I think they actually started at the 20. It was their 20, yep. Yep. Then they get an offsides, so they start at the 25. Um, but an 80-yard drive starts it off with a little... Uh, I believe it was a slant to Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. No. No, no. It was a 17-yard pass to Alberto. To, to Alberto. You're right. Yep, yep. Yep. It was. And then they get stopped. They get a false start. So now it's first and 15. It goes all the way to third and 15. He gets 11 back on a slant to Judy. Then fourth and four comes up. and pressure, Still on his side of the field, Still on way. his side of the field. Pressure in his face. Lobs it up up the sideline to Cortland Sutton. Just gives him a chance. Something we've talked about so much. Just give these guys a chance on the outside. Cortland goes up over Ronald Darby. Brings it in. Converts the first down. Very next play. Somehow Trey Quinn is on the field. And he <laughs> He's cre- catches a sweet... I think it was like... Uh, in Madden, I believe they call it the stick. Mm. You go out and up, and uh, he uh, hits him for 18-yard touchdown to essentially win the game. Maybe left a little bit too much time on the clock for being nitpicked. <laughs> it's really, and Russ ran up to the line and got that play to Trey Quinn really quick. And Kale, yep. I think we have uh, the video of Cortland Sutton's touchdown. Yep. Or not, not touchdown. Uh, the the big play he had. And uh, why isn't Pat Sertan on Cortland? <laughs> Got the matchup they were looking for. I don't know. Pat, maybe Pat was on Jerry. What? So they filmed that with a with like a a, a camera. Is that just frame by frame? (laughs) (laughs) So this is uh, added sound underneath a series (laughs) of pictures. (laughs) So obviously Ronald Darby's in great coverage on Cortland there. I mean, just right next to him, and Cortland just does a great job to use his size. And mm-hmm. throw his arms over, make the catch, secure it uh, for a 34-yard gain on fourth and four. 
What do you think of that decision? Uh, gave me a big Cliff Kingsbury vibes. Mm. I feel like he is always like running slot fades on third and, or on fourth and four. I can't tell um, if that's good or bad because you love not, Cliff. I don't anymore. But now you're fading. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> um, so I, out on Cliff, but in on Kyler. Still in on Kyler. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, Cliff has to stop falling off the cliff halfway through the yeah, season. That's fair. Um, don't forget, Kyler's falling. I off will say cliff, this: though. it's the it's like the easiest throw to make against big pressure. Because you don't need a lot of time for it. It's just, hey, throw it up. Um, and that's what it was. They brought Jonas Griffith on a blitz. The pressure was bearing down on him. It's like, you just have to throw something. Um, and Cortland Sutton's the guy that can go get it. So it's not what I would prefer. But let's say they had, you know, they wanted to run like a zig route there. They probably wouldn't have time for it. Um, so it's the easiest thing to throw when you know they're bringing a blitz. Just throw it up and let them go get it. Okay, so now you say not the biggest fan, but I, I understand your reasoning. Now, what do you think of it when I tell you this? There was a whole miscommunication there. That was not supposed to be the plan. Russ and Cortland were just on the same page there. Explain more. Nathaniel Hackett uh, said it was funny. He was laughing and said, it, it's funny. That was not supposed to be the play. There was a miscommunication and things happened, but Cortland and Russ made a good play. So on fourth and four, and you move the ball period game's to on the line. end the game. Game's on the line, and no one knows what they're doing. Now, well, I, I don't know where the miscommunication like, was. possible Cortland ran the right route, but no one else did? or it, Potentially, and obviously those two were on the same page, and it all worked out in the end. But uh, that, to me, that's a bit concerning yeah. uh, in, in the most important part uh, of the game. Now, it all worked out, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's one of those things that would be like a fun little story to tell after a game. Like, yeah. Um, why the Bron- why the play that won the game for the Broncos was actually a bust or something yeah. like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I maybe it was all wrong, and Russ just saw court running. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> right, that's my right. best chance yeah. to play some 500." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the very next play, and what I think Russ and what we learned was Russ called that next play. That was 100% on him. He loved the matchup of Trey uh, Quinn on the outside, and it obviously worked. Trey Quinn was pretty darn. Who's he matched up with? I don't remember. I mean, I guess Pat- it was Bassy. I would think so, too, being, okay. being Trey Quinn. My only reason of saying would it be Pat out there is because Darby was on the other side mm-hmm. the, just to play before when Cortland got him. Yeah, all that matters to me is it was with the ones, you know? like yep. Yeah. Someone tweeted at me, like, Trey Quinn eye roll emoji, and I was like, and? What? What? Yeah. He's been working no. with yeah. that group a lot. No. I know. And, and, I mean, who else are you going to go to right now when you don't have a lot of your guys uh, at, yep. at receiver depth? You're going to be getting the Trey Quinns of the world, the Seth Williams of the world, uh, the Darius Shepherds of the world, which I'm sure we'll talk about in just a second. But one more thing. One of the funniest tweets someone sent at us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one he, more was thing. Was he on your guys' roster? Because he wasn't on mine. That's oh, my yeah. excuse. Um, I thought I just knew his name. But actually, Shepherd spelled weird. Yeah. I think you get a squiggly line underneath. Okay. I shouldn't say weird. I should say it's spelled different. Spelled different. <laughs> no, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, all three of us spelled his name wrong in our tweet about his <laughs> six-yard touchdown, which, like, you would think Darius Shepard, like, just by process of elimination, one of us would have got it right. Yeah. Who was closest? Ooh, I got the question. first name right. D-A-R-I-U-S? No, two R's. Two R's. Okay, I think I just went one R. I think I got, <laughs> I think I got the first name right. Let's see here. Do, can you pull up the tweet? 
Uh, I can find mine here pretty quickly. I, w- I said D-A-R-I-U-S-S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Like most yeah. simple spelling it could be. Yeah, that's very wrong. I think I might have for once in my life spelled something more correctly than you. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Darius. I can't find it right now. Jeez, man. Stop mm. tweeting so much. I know. Seriously. Um can, do you know what you said for yours? Uh, I don't. I will say <sighs> Russ Frick, cooked French toast. I spelled toast. it with one R. Just I like got me. The second name right though. Oh, okay. His last name. I, I can find what uh, Henry how okay. Henry spelled it pretty quickly, but you can talk while we do that. Cool. I'll say Russ cooked some French toast. Some like oh. good French toast, like the good bread. Like I don't know what it's called, but like real thick, but also fluffy. Um, there's like the powdered sugar on it. It's like a big Ooh. helping. There's like a side of bacon. There's I don't know. I don't really like fruit on French toast, but I know people do, so I'll say there's some on there. Um, because like it was a good day and good food and all you that like sort some of stuff. Strawberries on your French toast? I, it's it just brings the average down. What about no, ice cream? It doesn't it brings the average? Never up. had ice cream. I'd imagine it's good. No, no. You got cinnamon. You Yo. got the bread. You got the all that sweet stuff. Like yeah, throw ice cream on it. And there you ice go. cream on French toast? How have I never thought that, of that? Uh, that sounds incredible. Because it's a breakfast food. You're not having ice cream <laughs> breakfast. And that's the thing. is you leave eating this piece of French toast thinking like, uh, maybe I should have just had like a couple eggs or something because you're kind of like bloated and all that sort of stuff. Oh, you ever had like stuffed French toast? Actually, no. I've heard of it though. So good. But yeah, Oof, I mean. That does sound good. All the good things happen, but like there's the fourth and fourth thing where it's like, oh, okay. Or like he hit Jonas Griffith in the hand a couple I'm plays not, before that. You can't that. take credit away from him for a completion on fourth and oh, fourth. Oh, no. Then then don't. Take credit away from him for hitting Jonas Griffith in yes. both hands and Jonas Griffith thinking about kneeling the ball before he caught it. Like like there was that in there. There's one thing. You know? It's like I was thinking about trying to return it for a touchdown. You were thinking about kneeling. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm so excited to kneel this. It's going to end practice. Yeah. But then the other one is, I mean, they, they were supposed to have another move the ball session, you know, incompletion on first down, just a missed throw, um, incompletion on second down, high ball to Jerry, not a bad throw. Jerry can't bring it in. Third down, there's the deep ball, Cortland trips. Then you also have PJ Locko down with an injury. That's the end of practice. They don't have to try the fourth and 10. And, you know, if you had tried and lost on that fourth and 10, so there are I was just so worried that you guys were gonna try and say the defense won if that happened. <sighs> we you have to see it would have been Yeah, we don't have to go down that road though. The point is there are these couple little things that you look at and say like, uh, okay. But still, like easily Russ's best day, a lot of good French toast, just like maybe a little grumble in tummy if you if you overthink it. Uh by the way, I'm I'm giving Zach closest to the pin <laughs> on the spelling. He got the last name, which is very weird, yeah. correct. S H E P H E R D Shep Heard. Yeah. Um, I get last place here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I'm just great at uh, spelling. Yeah, you're wow. the king. <laughs> yeah. I still know how I spelled that wrong. Like I looked down at the roster. I was like, oh, D A R I U S, and I guess I just didn't even look at the last name. I say I get a free pass though. I the Broncos not. didn't update the 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 Hill roster. Yeah, no. that's. Tough. I didn't even know who it was for like <laughs> six minutes. How did you and figure just, it out? I just process of eliminationed it. Huh? Should Google? Wow. I was just like, <laughs> okay, process of elimination. A guy that wasn't even on the roster. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I was like, okay, it's not. It wasn't a running back because he's wearing a running back number. He was. The Broncos haven't signed any new running backs recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's none of the wide receivers. It just has to be the new guy. Impressive. Thank you. <laughs> Very impressive. And you just knew the new guy's name? I did know that, yes. You knew his name, you just didn't know how to spell it. 
Yes, exactly. Fair, fair. fair. Very um, fair. Not to be confused with like Darius Leonard or Darius Slayton. Yes. Yes. Because I, when I saw the name, I was like, that seems like a memorable name that I recognize. Mm, Darius Leonard, though, no longer Darius Leonard. What? Wait. Yeah. Right? That's linebacker for the Colts. Shaquille. Yeah, Shaquille. Is what That's what his family's always called Shaquille him. Leonard. What are we doing here? <laughs> he this got to the like... NFL and people just called him Darius because that's what was written down. He got to the point where he could say, actually, no, I... that's not my name. <laughs> I hate this because I want to be respectful of people, but I also want to be like, sorry, bro, too late. <laughs> we named you. We named you and we didn't care about you. <laughs> uh, like, now this you have is the like clap to speak your mind, but no. <laughs> J.R. Smith one year was like, I'm different now. I'm going by my real name, Earl Smith Jr. Ah, <laughs> <that's true. laughs> like, I remember it first game of the season, like on the graphics on altitude, it was like Earl Smith Jr. And I was like... This is not working no. for me. And then literally uh. the next game, he's like, all right, never mind. I'm going back to jail. <laughs> Earl Smith. It, yeah, that doesn't, no. doesn't fit. No. no. Definitely <laughs> not. He doesn't play like an Earl. Um, okay. Other things that just, you know, go into the offense winning for you guys today? Uh, I mean, the, the, the move the ball period. Um, and that is, and I've held it against the offense at times, when yep. those past few period, the last period of practice is always the most important, and the offense has not won those. Not only did the offense get the touchdown today, uh, but you have uh, Nathaniel Hackett saying it's the first time they've ever done this in terms of an end the ball at the end of a game period where they have to get a touchdown, and the mm-hmm. offense was able to come through. And just the other reason, and really it's all about Russ, Russ is the one that Nathaniel Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett is in Russ's ear saying, you can do this, you can do this, but he lets Russell Wilson decide the plays. And that just shows what type of quarterback they think he is because, what are we, eight days into training camp and Russell's already calling the plays in a move the ball period with under two minutes left. And I think that also shows just where this offense is at because of Russ, that they're able to do those things already. I think that's a really good sign. I think so too. Yep. Uh, I thought the run blocking, especially in those early team drills, there were a couple great, just well-put-together running plays. Again, like it's nobody's going to the ground, so it's tough to evaluate the running game, but it did seem like the blocking took a big step forward today. Yeah, to me, it's like a, it was just the, I don't know what I would call it, like the overall body of work today. Just felt like the offense was yeah. consistently doing stuff. Like, I'm just going through my notes. I forgot to even talk about this. Like, I thought Russell might have been Russell Wilson's best throw of camp early in the practice to Cortland Sutton coming on a crosser, and he like drops down the arm angle and slings it into a tight window for maybe 15 mm-hmm. or so. And it was just mm-hmm. like, ooh, that it kind of got him going maybe. Mm-hmm. But as I just go through here, I'm like, oh, um, Travis Fulgham did a thing today. Like he caught a slant. Um, more work for Eric Saubert where he had another, you know, a couple nice big plays. Um, Melvin Gordon had maybe the best run I've seen of camp. Um, there was a sweet little throw to Jerry Judy on a, a crosser where he did the spin move around Justin Simmons. Like maybe Justin gets him in a game, but it was still a nice play. You know, you just go through. I said tight window to Sauber. Like I just haven't been able to write this many things down on my notepad about nice throws and stuff. Uh, all camp. Yeah, I completely agree. And there, I think there's a lot more to talk about. But first, got to tell you about our friends over at Ivaca TV, where they're the new goat in Colorado sports. That's greatest of all TV because. No. no, I'm not. We're gonna. No, not gonna work for me. Okay, not That's gonna goat work. V- 
Goat, uh, yes, you're right. Well, they're the oh, goat tele- television. Yeah, yeah, television. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Goat so of they, all television. They there are you the go. goat of all television in Colorado because you can get the Rockies, you can get the Avs, you can get the Nuggets, and on top of that, you can get crystal clear HD while using less bandwidth. And guys, it's only twenty five dollars a month plus a five dollar receiver fee to get all the Colorado sports that you need. And right now, if you go to evaca.tv slash Colorado 10, that's evaca.tv slash Colorado, and then one zero, you get $10 off your first three months. And the awesome thing about Evaca is there's no catches. You don't have to sign up for a long-term contract. It's that simple. It's that cheap to watch all the Colorado sports. And Owen, uh, if you are like me, and you like going to the gym, although I am between wow, gyms. Wow, big gym guy. Yeah, but up until like a few weeks ago, this whole like living with the girlfriend thing, like there's no gym across the hallway. Wow, don't I tell don't... her that. She's oh, going to think, wow, you she get with heard. me and now you settle. She heard and... last time. Ooh. Everyone knows about, like, she heard the, about the smoothie. serious girlfriend 15. <laughs> Apparently. But the issue is, I'm actually between gyms, but I do like the gym, and I've been thinking a lot about how badly I need to get back into one. Uh, the point is, Owen protein shake it helps it does like the protein shake things where it's like oh recovery for the muscles build the muscles up you know all those things that people who drink a lot of protein yeah that's what they is showing off his muscles yeah the muscles quite sure much is popping out if you don't want your arms to look like this drink owen (laughs) (laughs) there we go there we go um can you mix that with athletic greens I wouldn't recommend that. Okay. Well, I mean, like, just do one, do one after. after okay. Yeah, yeah, do yeah, one yeah. before you drink the <laughs> Owen after. That probably makes sense. It's 100% plant based. It means only what you need. It's Owen with a Y, not an E. Pretty cool. Um, 20 grams of protein, different flavors, all that sort of stuff. And if you use the code DMVR20, you can get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. It's L I V E O W Y N.com. Love it. And also, sign up for our final golf tournament of the year. The kickoff classic over there at Raccoon Creek, uh, going to be an absolute blast. Just the perfect way to start off one of my favorite weekends because the last weekend before we really go into our like NFL season grind. So for me, it's going to be like golf tournament Friday morning, Buffs game Friday night, a lot of drinking, <laughs> all of Saturday, just couch potato mm. from 10 a.m., to midnight, maybe even past midnight, depending on what time mm-hmm. Hawaii kicks off, watching college football. It's a perfect way to start that weekend off. Like, great weekend to take Friday off and just mm-hmm. go play golf really with, with the homies. So uh, sign up for it. Go over to dnvrlocker.com to get in, uh, buy your foursome, or you can just buy one, and uh, we'll pair you up with some other cool DNVR members. There we go. I, I love it. And there was also other things from practice. Ryan, you're, you're kind of naming some standouts. Another guy that jumps out to me is Deshaun Williams because at yep. first – when practice started, the first play was a Deshaun Williams sack. Then they run the ball. Then they have another pass play. It was a Deshaun Williams sack. Then they run the ball again in the next two team period to start. Then it was a Draymond Jones sack. The first three <laughs> dropbacks were all sacks, I, wow. I, I believe, which was very concerning to me. Mm-hmm. And then once the protection held up is when Russ was able to get going. But at first, I was really worried there. Not only was I thinking another defensive day, I was thinking this may be the worst offensive day we're going to see. Yeah, um, probably not supposed to do this. Don't care. Um, I've seen a couple of formations where they're putting um, Deshaun Williams and Mike Purcell on the field at the same time. Mm, some big boys. Yeah, which I find to be pretty interesting. And Draymond Jones. So really going heavy. And then I think the other one was Malik Reed. 
Um, and I just I think they really like Deshaun Williams. They want to find ways they to do. get him on the field. He's yep. good. He is good. He's not great, but he's a like you need six linemen. He's easily one of those six. Like, he no, is good. Yeah, there, there's no doubt about it. Totally. Sharpie? We getting the Sharpie out today? Yeah, we're getting Let's the Sharpie go. out. We're getting Sharpie the Sharpie in. Deshaun yeah. Williams on the roster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially, I feel like for the most part, it was pretty easy for us to get the first four or five defensive linemen. I think five, and he's one of them. Yeah, for yep. sure. Uh, another guy who has uh, taken a huge jump this week, Baron Browning. Ooh. Guys, mm-hmm. it may be time. It's not quite time yet, but it's going to be time soon to break out the Sharpie for him being the starting outside Whoa. linebacker opposite Bradley Chubb with a little uh, 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 asterisk with Randy Gregory's health. Uh, he has jumped Malik Reed in the past two days, and he has been not just rotating him with the ones. He's been the starting outside linebacker outside of Bradley Chubb, and this doesn't surprise me one bit because mm-hmm. we saw Baron Browning uh, against twos just destroy them the first few days of training camp. I think on Monday he had two sacks against the twos, and then he finally jumps up to the ones, and he's staying there. Lo- I, I mean, I love that. He looks like... It's weird to say this because I was like so anti outside linebacker Baron Browning. Yeah. Um, and I'm totally willing to be wrong about that. But now he like looks like an outside linebacker. I don't know how to yeah. explain it. Like <laughs> mentally, I've made the switch of accepting him as an outside linebacker. And I just like see him out there. I'm like, yeah, he's an outside linebacker. I, I completely agree. And if he continues to develop like this, mm-hmm. what do you do at outside linebacker to, you know, in week four when Randy Gregory's healthy? Trade Malik Reed. Okay, trade Randy we're Gregory. talking. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about <laughs> oh. pieces way down the line if that's the case, because you also have Nick Benito, a guy that yeah. we haven't mm-hmm. talked about much. He made some plays today. Uh, he he did make some he plays also got today. Smacked by Dylan Parham, uh, the tight end number forty-eight. Yikes! Uh, pole block. Nick Benito, like, it, I was glad he wasn't hurt because it was right as he was going to reach for the running back, so his arms were out, Ooh. and then he just got absolutely truck sticked. By Dylan Parham. So flattened on the ground? Um, I don't remember. Okay. But it was so loud. That was the big <laughs> thing. It was just like, bam! And I was like, okay, they're popping the pads today. Yeah. Like, Especially in the run game, they were getting after it. Yeah, they, they were. And something <laughs> we haven't mentioned, this was a t- nearly a two-and-a-half-hour-long practice today. This was their longest practice of camp, their most high-intensity one as well. As you can tell from my glow, a little extra sun today. Yeah. Definitely. It was, hot. it was really hot. It was so <laughs> hot. I told Henry, maybe it was the length that got to me. I told Henry, I was like, by the thermometer, that wasn't the hottest practice, but it sure as hell felt like it. It really, I thought it was, yeah. It was so hot. It was um, just dumb hot. I thought Damari Mathis looked really oh, good baby. today. Yep. He has an extra gear that I felt like we saw today that I hadn't seen yet. Um, and he used it on two big plays. Yep. One was the diving interception. I can't remember who the intended receiver was. Might have been Montreal. Okay, or Trey Quinn. Yep. Broncos um, tweeted it if you want to pull it up, Kale. There we go. Um, just broke on the ball with so much speed and dives and makes the interception. We'd been kind of waiting for that. He had a diving interception earlier in camp that he dropped, makes the play today. And then later, um, as, again, I'm, I'm forgetting who the uh, intended receiver was, but they kind of sat down in the zone. And it's that whole thing where it's like if the throw gets there right when he sits down, it's easy. But Damari saw it, broke on it, was able to get his hand in there and break it up. Um, and so I just – it's like day after day. I feel like when a guy makes a plays, you know, four days in a row, that's when I start to be like, okay, that wasn't just like he got lucky. The ball came his way. 
Damari Mathis keeps making plays. And that's exactly what happened with Baron Browning. He made plays multiple mm-hmm. days on second team. Then he got bumped up. What are we seeing happen right now? Kwan Williams is still not practicing. Asang Bassey, he's not bad by any means, but he has gotten beat a couple of times, pretty mm-hmm. much every single practice. We so- haven't really sang his praises very much. <laughs> ah, wow. There we oh, go. Oh, boy. There uh, we go. And so why not give Damari Matt? I mean, he's your third-round cornerback. You might as well give him a shot. Totally. Shiver went down my spine when you said third round cornerback. <laughs> he was third round, right? Uh, he was fourth. I think fourth. he was. He was yeah. fourth. Fourth round. There yeah. you go. No shivers. Yeah. Uh, I'm back. Uh, uh, uh. I saw on the NFL Reddit today, somebody wrote out like whatever team's rookie grades so far. Like throw in your teams. And I was just curious. Nobody had Broncos. So I was like, what if... What if I just like write out my grades and maybe use them for something at some point? And so this you morning I was like... on Reddit? I could, I guess, just put them on Reddit. I have a, I have a platform, Ryan. I have other places to I put just, things. Uh, wasn't I that the whole point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I did just like write out, just because I was like, this is probably like a good exercise to think about these guys. But Damari Mathis, I gave him a B because I was like, down the field, he's been awesome. Underneath, like with all this breaking stuff, he's been good. Like, like, but he has gotten beat. Like Trey Quinn's beaten him a couple times. There's, there's Everyone plays. Gets beat underneath. Exactly, exactly. But he hasn't been perfect. And I was like, give him the B, just because there hasn't been the one thing that you point to and say like, ah. But this to me, it felt kind of like that Montreal Washington moment a few games or a few days ago, where he gets like the big plays and the touchdown. It's like, ah, okay, finally broke through. A bunch of good practices, and now this, and now you can just say, yep, that's an that's an A performance so far in camp. Yep, I I agree. Um, I've been impressed from him I'm trying to think of other guys who stood out to me today. Uh, I thought Albert O had a nice practice. He did. Um, he is slowly, but surely I feel like building more chemistry, uh, with Russ and you start to see that shine through. What was so weird is early in OTAs, Albert O was Russ's go-to guy. Mm. And it was every single practice multiple times and not just short stuff for 20 yards ish. And then we haven't seen it the first week of training camp. And it's just been so weird because that chemistry was there. But like you're right, Ryan, we're seeing it pick back up. Yeah, Jerry Judy, again, I thought he had a nice day. The one thing that's disappointing is that throw deep down the sideline in the final, final move of the ball period that ended up getting cut short with the P.J. Locke injury, which he, he appears to be fine. Um, <clears throat> it's just, first of all, there must have been a miscommunication between Montrell and Jerry. Someone didn't run the right route because they were both in the exact same spot. Um, but Russ puts it up there where only Jerry can get it and he goes up to get it. And I don't even know if he got a finger on it. Like it just went directly through his hands. Um, and it's, it was a difficult throw. Like he was fully elevated for it, but if he makes that play, then I get to turn around and say, great day for Jerry Judy. Mm -hmm. Now it's just like (laughs) one in a list of three or four good days he's had. Now that one, sorry, Henry, go a great receiver makes that catch. Like as we figure out like what Jerry Judy is, like, is he a 1500 yard receiver? Like, if you're a 1,500-yard receiver, it's because you're making that catch. It's like, if he doesn't make that, he's still a good receiver. Still maybe even borderline Pro Bowl receiver. But just be nice to see him get a couple of those, you yep. know? Yep. Now, did he have a drop in the end zone during a red zone period, too? There there were some people saying that one uh, tipped off of him, and we, we honestly couldn't see oh, it with, with the angle. That was not a drop. Okay. I don't think. Um, that was one that... Justin Simmons got a hand on. Oh, man. Not mm. only a hand. 
went right through yeah. both of his hands. Yeah. I mean, and then it that should have been a touchdown. Yep. Okay, so so I wasn't sure if it hit Jerry's it hand before or after Justin. Yeah, the defense dropped a couple today. Maybe could have flipped the script if they totally. if they bring those. If they in. get both of those, it it is a flip script defense easily. Wins. But yeah. I never do like I hate when people do that. Like, oh, could have been interceptions. Like, you either got him or you didn't. And that's why like, the that's offense how, won. Yeah, that's yeah. how sports work. It's like yeah. who did what, and it's like Jonas Griffith dropped that one. Colton Sutton got the other. There you go. That's uh, that's how the day works. Jonas Griffith, man, I can't believe he dropped that. I know, but and it's still, as getting back, it's like I wish I could watch that play again because it's like a seam route. I didn't see if it was like a tight end or a slot receiver, but he had to get deep for that. Yes, like he, he had to turn and run, and he got there and got two hands on it. He was it's right like there. wow, those that must have been all of the tools coming together for him to be able to get two hands on that ball in that spot. Well, in Russ, I think if you talk to him about it, he would tell you he was surprised that Jonas was able to get back that fast because I was watching the play. It was coming kind of like right in my eye line, and I saw the same thing. Like if I was playing Madden, I would have made that throw. Like it looked like Alberto got far enough away. I think the biggest problem was Russ just didn't get enough on it because he had pressure in it, in his face, but he still would have thought like if, if Jonas Griffith doesn't get a hand on it, he completes that. And I think Russ would tell you, like, I did not think he was getting all the way yeah. back to get that ball, let alone intercept it. Um, but Jonas did have another really nice play in the end zone um, where Eric Tomlinson, the alien, turned around, was just kind of standing there wide open. Russ throws it to him, and it's just like it's one of those things where it's just like feels like it's taking a million yeah. years to get there, even though he threw it hard and Jonas was able to get his hand because he was so open. Jonas, like, realized it. Runs over, gets his hand in there, and breaks it up. Yeah, exactly. Another guy that's that is standing out as this week goes along is Melvin Gordon. Again, getting the start today. Just when we thought this thing was over, Melvin just continues to uh, to to get one more leg up, and it's just it's interesting because that split in training camp is almost 50-50 now. Javante still has more days where he's a starter, but now Melvin's on a streak. Yeah, it's funny because. I've suddenly become the, like, I'm the least surprised by all this. Um, I, I just, it feels like Melvin's a better fit for this offense. By day six, though, when it's still Javante starting, yeah. you weren't buying it? No. I just, <laughs> I, I just know what Melvin is, and it's so tantalizing for a coach. He's so consistent. And obviously the fumbles are just like his one, you know, Achilles heel. But he's really good at seeing those holes. And it's going to consistent. take him a long way. I will say, Mike Boone is also really good at seeing those holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. he, I, I just keep wondering, like, what is stopping him from being a good running back in the NFL? And I, I, I don't know the answer to it. Yeah, and, and I remember when the Broncos signed him, and he had such a great training camp last year. Yep. And then you also added up to the 200-yard games he's had in the NFL, and you're like, why isn't this guy see the field more? And then last year, did he get like three handoffs? Well, all he's the hurt same game. for a big chunk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all in the same game. Yeah. So, I mean, they didn't use him at all. So weird. Yeah, that was the one game. Javante missed that game, right? Probably. It, yeah, I think Javante missed Unless that Unless it was a Chiefs game. There was Chiefs. Melvin then Melvin missed, missed that one. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. But, yeah, all, all four carries that one game. I think he had one good one, didn't he? I actually pulled the stats. Four for 35. Okay. One was 16. Yeah, okay. So, so yeah, he was, uh, he was pretty solid. In- I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> I swear he's like... The only thing stopping him from being a good running back in the NFL is just opportunity. Yeah. Year before, 5.4 yards per carry. Year before that, 5.6 yards per carry. But First what, year, 4.3. But what do we say if in training camp? If there's a guy that stands out and then he just doesn't play, there's mm-hmm. got to be something else. Yeah. 
Yeah, the two guys in front of him. One's a second exactly. round pick, and the other one's getting paid. No, I think I think he, I think Mike Boone's good. I think you should not put him on the field. You have two good running backs. It's hard for me to say that. <laughs> he brings something that the other two don't. I think he's going to yeah. get a little more, little more run. This I think year so than too. Last year, got a booner. Oh, oh my gosh! See now, if I say it, he's going to accuse me of going over yeah, the line. Of no, you're going to say like it's like raging or something. No, because well, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and then I'm like, bro, why'd you have to do that? Pulsating. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh, okay. Uh, anything else from practice today? Notes, standouts, uh, observations, overreactions, anything? Uh, Draymond Jones with maybe the, the quote of the day, and he spoke for maybe a minute and a half on the podium. And uh, so if you want to watch that, it was kind of entertaining. Uh, entertaining but he in said, a good way? No, not, <laughs> no, not, no, not really. Um, I guess kind of. he answered one question. Someone asked him a question. I don't remember what it was at all. And his response was this. He went, yep, with the finger guns. Wow. And that was it. Is Draymond Jones anti-media? Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but one of his quotes, which was kind of funny, was he was asked about DJ Jones. And what he said was, uh, DJ Jones is more of the bull and I'm more of the deer. Hmm. And then <laughs> there's a follow-up of, is that like an analogy you've been using with him? He's like, no, just made it up right now. Yeah, it's not a good one. I don't know why he would really call himself a deer. <laughs> yeah, like a cheetah. Wouldn't he want to be the bull on a defensive line? And see, that's like, the thing is, good. like, if you were to have a deer on a football field, you make it like a receiver, and even then, yeah, you're probably yeah, thinking, yeah, like, can yeah, I exactly? Can I get an elk? But he's yeah, gonna say, like, he's around. the bull. I'm the horns. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> There's got to be a better option. I mean, also, deers. like if we're going deer, it's definitely Malik Reed. Yeah, I like that. Uh huh. So okay, let's work on the animal scale here. Go with like even so you start with DJ Jones. He's the bull. We have to work our way yep, down. Yep. yep. Um, what Bovine would Bradley only? Chubb be? Ooh, moose. strong. It could be a moose, but a like... moose is bigger and more powerful than a bull. Eh, I think Bradley's powerful. Bradley's close. yeah. Yeah, I can like. I, I think I can he's moosey. Yeah, Randy Gregory has a little, a little more bit rangy than a bull. Yeah, he is. Uh, well, then I feel like DJ Jones is more of a rhino. If we're trying to make it right, uh, bovine okay. only. You know, that's like, just huge. That yeah, bigger than bulls, right? Yeah, yeah. they are. <laughs> then is Draymond a bull? Oh, Draymond could be the bull. Yeah, why didn't he get bull to himself? I don't know. I feel like He's I would be the deer. a deer of, an off, of a defensive right. lineman. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe in his world, I'm like a frog or something. He's <laughs> right. like, you're a mosquito. I'm a deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, somebody should have asked him to keep going with these. <laughs> Can we get an animal for every player on the team, Drew? He, he would have walked off the podium. I guarantee <laughs> yeah. it. What does... What, what caused him to be that way? I don't know, but it's been like that for a minute. Usually, you, I can point to something. Yeah. It's I don't not know. like anyone's ever called him a bust or anything no. like that. No, Madden did call him a 75. <laughs> yeah, take yeah. that up with them. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's give a shout out to our presenting sponsor again, DraftKings Sportsbook, where you can get a sign up bonus up to $1,000 when you use the code DNVR uh, at sign up. You can also get a $1,000 free bet, um, or sorry, risk free bet. Yep. So that means you can Gets bet me too. up to $1,000. And if you hit it, 
cool congratulations you just got whatever you won you know probably a thousand dollars or more yep. um if you bet you know you should bet a thousand dollars on the over in the holiday oh gosh it's just a jump right into your degenerate <laughs> lifestyle um but if you lose and it goes under uh and you feel like an idiot because you thought jared stidham was gonna throw a bunch of touchdown passes <laughs> well you're gonna get a free bet uh, and get yourself another chance at it with DraftKings. so they're giving you a chance to take two big swings for one hit uh, at DraftKings Sportsbook. I just made that one of myself. Hey, how about um, that? So check it out. DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR. Uh, age eligibility and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. So right before you have Owen, uh, Henry, yeah. you get an eight-ounce glass of water, throw some athletic greens in it, stir it up, boom, pound it, then you're set. You have everything but the protein needed for, the, for your day. Then you hit Owen up, and then you got your protein as well. Because what... Uh, Athletic Greens does is they give you adaptogens. What's uh-huh. that again? They we don't need help you adapt to things. Yeah, uh, they yeah. make you an adapt. Yeah, exactly. They also Grow give horns. you seventy-five vitamins and minerals. They give you probiotics, which are so good for your health, especially your gut health. And they get you a ton of greens as well. And it's cheaper than your cup of coffee. And wow. if you want to get in on this, go to athleticgreens.com/broncos, and you will get a free year supply of immune-supporting vitamins. And you'll also get five free travel packs by going to D- D- athletic greens.com slash broncos guys this stuff tastes really good to me it just tastes like a little little citrus flavor and it really helps you feel better in so many different ways tastes like you're just getting healthier it does every sip you're just like wow i just got healthier but citrus but citrus with it because when people say healthier they think it like tastes disgusting yeah but it's healthier with like a citrus twist i don't ever think when i'm drinking something that tastes disgusting like i'm getting healthier that but we're saying that the, the, the reverse isn't always true. <laughs> when you say this tastes healthy, you know, that, that I has like, like that a, I think it's a, no, I like, like the taste like too. It's typically like a, a shot. Have you ever have like a wheatgrass shot? Yeah. No. That tastes healthy, not. but in a good way. Yeah, that that's true. You ever have a ginger shot? No. Hmm. I'd recommend it burns in a good oh. way. Oh, oh like yeah. Malort? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so check them out, athleticgreens.com slash Broncos. All right, let's get into the questions. Any super chats? No super chats today. Weak. Ooh. Let's go into the questions on the website then, which you can do if you're a member over at thednvr.com. The first one comes in from PS2 himself. Wow. He says, after listening to yesterday's pod, I want to give my input on the lackluster offense. My number one reason to not press the alert button yet is because Russ is the master of the deep ball. The one thing he really struggled with last year is forcing the ball deep. If you go and watch Seahawks games as a team, they could not get the short passing game going at all. The only way they could move the ball is by throwing it deep. So hopefully Russ realizes this and is just mastering short passing. Hopefully he unleashed the deep ball today. He well, kind of unleashed everything. Yeah, right? and he did get the deep ball today, which takes some worry off. But honestly, that was my worry, was he wasn't hitting the deep ball and wasn't mm-hmm. connecting on the deep ball either. Now, after today, I don't have to talk about that much because he did hit it. Yep. yep. The best one I thought was the one to Cortland late in practice on like the deep post as it got all the way over to the other sideline. Maybe it came from the slot. I don't know when it started, but it was just one of those ones that just like he just let it go. And every second of the way, I was like, that's a perfect pass. Yeah. And that was on PJ Locke. That was probably oh. PJ Locke's worst play of practice, uh, or not a practice of, of camp, camp um, because KJ, KJ, not KJ, Kareem Jackson was taking a rest day today. An old day. Or as, Vic, or as uh, Hackett <laughs> said, an old day. I love that. <laughs> Do I get an old day? 
me and Kareem are like the same age. Oh, I'm your age too. Yeah. Yeah, wow. you get an old day tomorrow. I get an old day on Saturday. Let's How about do that? Let's Make do the young kid wow. work both days. Yeah. And Henry, that's Kareem actually what is happening. That's actually so much older. Than <laughs> you. We're taking old days. I know. I'm going to be here all alone. Kareem seems so much older than you, though. It is weird. Like, How I had never put that in perspective. 30, He's 34. Yeah. Okay, that's a lot older. And football age, that is a lot older. Yeah. And just like. That's true. If you think about like yeah. how I am now versus what you expect me to be four years from now, like oh boy. probably got a kid. Yeah. You will be really archaic. <laughs> that is that is for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um what if I told Kareem he was having an old day? <laughs> oh, how would God. he Oof. feel about that? I feel like can't be an every down safety if you're not out there <laughs> yeah. at all. <laughs> oh boy, I'm gonna avoid that. <laughs> avoid even joking about it. Let's make that the clip, Kale. <laughs> Tag him. We know oh. he looks at that. Beham Bronco says, Hi guys. Thanks for the honest and high quality commentary and training camp so far. I'm not panicking yet because of what you guys have talked about since Russ became a Bronco. This first year is not Super Bowl or bust. You read my column. The offense, yes, the offense should come together by the end of this year. So so I'm not really even a little upset that they haven't completely gelled together or gelled through less than two weeks of camp. Of course, I want the players and coaches to show out, but I truly believe in them, so I'll withhold judgment until the real games start. Also, just want to encourage everyone to not take DNVR for granted. I've been trying to find something similar to listen to for Titans coverage since they've become my second team, and DNVR is really a unique model for sports journalism. I appreciate what you guys do so much. Hopefully, the next comment I drop will be as Nash Bronco. Peace out nice um what do you guys think about second teams um uh, you can't be die hard with a second team in my opinion uh, having two teams that you listen to a podcast for is like that's you're in that's yeah. big time like, dedication i would call the eagles my second team it's just like i've adopted them by proxy through alley i would never consider like listening to a, an eagles podcast just on my own totally yeah i could never do i'm it. not a, i'm not saying he shouldn't do this i'm just yeah i i can't even know Maybe if you're not a fan of like all the sports, it makes it easier, right? Sure, sure, sure. Because my other teams would be the Avs and the Nuggets and you know the Buffs and all that stuff. So it's like, well, if you're just a football guy, maybe you have time. You know, you have time to work in multiple teams. Yeah, yeah, maybe. that's a good point. That could be. To me though, like I just can't even imagine caring about another team in any of the sports. Yeah, and the way I think of it is, well, the Titans and Broncos play. Obviously, Behan Broncos is going to be pulling for the Broncos. Yep. But. It'll probably be easier for him if the Broncos lose that game because it's his second team, and that goes against sports a little bit, you know? A little emotional hedge. Yeah. By the way, thank you for the nice comments. Maybe one day we'll have the uh, NSVL. Titans podcast. I love it. I love it. And thank you for rolling with us, Beham Bronco. Next one from Zia Tortilla. So DNVR isn't on iHeartRadio any longer? People say always say something like this stuff. I'm like, I didn't even know we were there in the first yeah. place. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, we're on pretty much everywhere else you find e- podcasts. Email uh, help at the dnvr.com. Maybe someone will have an answer. I had forgotten about iHeartRadio. My guess would be iHeartRadio is pulling an RSS feed from somewhere, bringing it onto their platform. I just don't know. So it could have been like through Google Podcasts. I know there was a couple issues with that. So maybe that's how it's happening. Um, but yeah, email help at thednvr.com and maybe we'll be able to figure it out. Or maybe they just don't like us. <laughs> maybe oh, too much of a competition. Yeah, there you go. Ohio Bronco Alex says, fellas, I would like to know your <clears throat> Super yard. Super champion, by the way. Oh, yes. Fellas, I would like to know your yardage and touchdown predictions for Court, JJ, and KJ this upcoming season. My predictions These are, are below. Steep. 
Court, 1,350 yards, 10 touchdowns. JJ, 1,250 yards, 9 touchdowns. KJ, 600 yards, 4 touchdowns. That's 3,200 yards and 23 TDs for the trio. In my opinion, that leaves about six to 800 yards and about 7 to 10 touchdowns for the rest of the receivers and backs on the team. Russ typically throws for around 4,000 t- 4, yards and 30 touchdowns. Not this much. Um, I will say I'll go on the aggressive side here. And I'll say court. I have to change this all now with Tim. Um, I'll say court goes for eleven hundred and fifty. Jerry goes for one thousand and fifty, and KJ goes for seven hundred. I'll go more aggressive on KJ. I had uh, eleven fifty for Sutton, a thousand for Jerry, eight hundred for KJ. Okay, so similar on the same plan. And I'm gonna go six hundred for KJ. Okay. Uh, just okay. availability. Uh, then I'm gonna, it's like zero or 700. Fair. <laughs> fair. Uh, I'm going to flip court and Jerry. I'm going to say Jerry leads the team in receiving. Ooh, Love that. Love that's that. Fun. Yeah, and I like your guys' numbers. 1,100 uh, and 1,000. Five to eight touchdowns each. Here's the thing is... It, it I, I agree this is should this is how it should work where two or three guys have the very majority of the receiving and touchdowns. It just doesn't work out that way. Uh, all the other guys on the roster are going to combine for more than six to eight hundred yards. Dan Burke says, Hey guys, would you say Montrell is standing out in a similar way to Trinity Benson last year or was he is he not quite there yet? I'd say quite the opposite. He's better. I would imagine I didn't see Trinity Benson last year. Trinity but Benson, imagine. what he did have going for him is he also made big plays in the preseason games. Yeah. So yeah. that's to be seen. Here's what Montrell has going for him is you you see it trending up mm-hmm. and you see a ceiling that he hasn't reached yet. With Trinity last year, it was like, this is really cool. This guy's hitting his ceiling mm-hmm. right now and he's either going to make this roster or be traded for, for a draft pick and make another team. But you could kind of tell that that was his ceiling. With Montrell, like the, the, the play he made, the touchdown he made from Russ, he didn't really use his speed to make that play no. special. He used the speed at the very end, uh, but he's doing other things than just relying on one aspect. His hands have been strong. Yes. And I, I think, and the thing that stands out to me about Montrell is that he has done basically anything you could ask a receiver to do except for like jump up and just moss somebody like you see him making plays gonna be exactly but he makes plays down the field he makes the he had the touchdown on like the out route he has the crossing routes you see him tap his toes you've seen him make catches like in on his chest but outside of his body as well like there's just a lot of pieces to his game that i didn't expect to see also there's been like a few long touchdowns maybe does he have all of the long touchdowns because he had the one yesterday or whatever day that was. Not the, not yesterday, the day before. Our guy Darius Shepard. I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> the Shepherd himself. Spell his name. D-A-R-R-I-U-S. Okay, good. S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. Ding, 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 ding. Wow. You're a quick learner, Ryan. Yeah, we'll give you, you that. <laughs> Next one coming in from Talking Schmidt. He says, hey, guys, been loving your coverage and honesty throughout camp. I heard some cat grizz talk on the pod yesterday. I currently go to Montana, so F those cats. Hell yeah. If you guys could witness a game at Washington at Grizzly Stadium, I would highly recommend it instead of the cats high school field. My question for all of you, which coaching position would be on the hot seat first if things go downhill this season and or next? Have a great day, gentlemen. Let's ride. Someone's going to be tuning in right now and hear us saying who's going to get fired first and be like, why are these guys so negative? I would say Evero would be the one who is, would be most in danger. Like if it's, it's not going to be Hackett. 
Um, the, just, with all due respect to Justin Allen, he, like, he doesn't affect enough things to be on the hot seat. <laughs> yeah, if Hackett's firing Alton, then Peyton should really be considering firing Hackett. Right, right. right. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Fair. He's like scapegoating. He's like, <laughs> yeah. this guy, man, look at these game plans. We think of like things that could go wrong, like receivers could just not be as good as you expect. Zach is on. He's a holdover, not like... Oh, well, that's a good point. So, I mean, maybe... I don't think this is going to come up. I don't either. Um, <laughs> coaches are as good as their quarterbacks mm-hmm. on all sides of the ball. Yep. And so they're going to be quite all right. Big Hank Stan says, who do you think was better at drinking games on the 2018 Washington State football team? Gardner Minshew or Max Borgie? <laughs> Definitely I'll Gardner go Gardner Minshew. Minshew. Yes, yep, Gardner 100%. Minshew. I'll take the guy who tried to smash his hand with a bottle of Jack Daniels to try and... Uh, ex- no, smash his hand with a hammer after drinking a bottle of Jack <laughs> yeah. Daniels to try to get a medical red shirt. What a guy. And he wasn't successful. Also, he's been living in a bus? A prison bus. Yes. This offseason? Yes, oh. outside of a gym. Um, he hooked up... He worked out a deal with the gym where he could like hook up to their electricity... Uh, and just parked his bus in their parking lot. So he just works out there, showers there, uh, and lives in the bus. How he, did that only come out like a week ago? I don't know. Like, like you would have thought did like... He get tweeted a TikTok or something? <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah. two months in. And that's the first time anybody's like, hey, wait. Is that Gardner Minshew living in a prison bus in the parking lot? So he's probably loving being in a hotel with the team <laughs> yeah. on the team's dime. Is he on a team? Weeks. Uh, is yeah. he with the Jags? No, I'm no, sorry, not the, the Jags. The, the, the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Your second favorite team. So he was, he was living there. Just I thought he was living there just like as a bit to like show how committed he was to the game to try and get signed. No, he's your backup quarterback. Uh, Yours. He's great. Uh, I feel really good about our backup system. Oh <laughs> he goes on. Also, what's your all-time favorite drinking game? Doesn't involve cost-controlled quarterbacks, relationship metaphors, or the phrase "open your eyes." Uh, and yes, I'm working to get a DNVR Broncos pod bingo set. Mm-hmm. Love, Hank Stank. Ooh. Hank Stank. You're going to be drunk. <laughs> um, what is my, what actually is your all-time favorite? Drink? I'm all Rage Cage. Rage Cage. Uh, uh, I'll play that for four hours. influence some Rage Cage yeah. whenever, we, whenever we party like that. Wh- which one is that? There's so many different names. Big Surf Boob Cups. The, yeah, boob. Bounce oh, yeah, 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 Boob yeah, Cup yeah, is what yeah. we always called yeah. it. And everybody's yeah. like, what the hell is Boob Cup? Boob Cup. Because boob it looks like a big boob because you have the, in the middle. Boob Cup. We used to play a game called Titty Pong, um, <laughs> which you, you had to bounce. So you, you were four corner, a uh, square table. Okay. You have to bounce it across the table and your partner has to use their chest oh to, bump it into, uh, <laughs> to bump it into the cups. It was actually really fun. And it's a fitting name. My favorite was a game we called, uh, I'm sure other people do too, Asteroids. Okay. So you take two empty beer cans. Those go on the outside corners of the uh ping pong table mm-hmm. then you have two full beer cans in the middle okay i take uh the ping pong ball you you would be on the same side as your teammate okay i throw it at the empty can if it hits the empty can then you guys have to collect the can and the ball and get them both back onto the table while you're doing that my partner chugs their beer Whoever finishes both beers first wins. We so, called this beer ball, but great game. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I called that drink ball, but there there was you uh, um, because that's what you're doing. And uh, except the only difference is there was no there was no cans in the middle. It How was did you just uh, the cans that you're throwing at were full cans to start. 
those Seems were like, like it's pure gonna more of a mess. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Because you hit one and it's open and it falls over. The best thing I love about it is it's kind of like baseball, where like the the stadium that you were playing yeah. in made a big impact. Uh, on yes, the game. yes, some home field advantage depending on what side you're yes, on. Yes, yeah. When I was at home, like my parents' kitchen. Sorry, parents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of like lines up right next to a hallway oh, yeah. on one side. So like I would always play on this side. Yep. So if you hit it right. It would hit off the can and just go all the way down the hall. Then they're toast. Yeah. <laughs> we used to just have home run derbies down this really long hallway with ping pong balls and like a wiffle ball bat. Because you got to see how far you can get to go before it hits the ground. Oh. So you have to swing so hard to just get that trajectory. Was there drinking involved? <laughs> Probably before. Before, yeah. yeah. I, so. I mean, yes. Not directly, though. Uh, big Hank Sand goes on and says, also, Talking Schmidt, if you... Uh, currently go to the U. Why aren't you taking one of my classes? I'll give you a half a grade free for being a DNVR listener. <laughs> there yes. we go. That's what community is yes. all about. Yes, baby. it yes. is. I will also want your tickets. Student section tickets, like your guest pass when I go up there. <laughs> Big go. Tony says, my boys, I missed commenting on the last few pods. O and R are also letters. Since I missed the last few days, choose three letters today. Feel free to make any guesses Ooh. as well. Okay, so there's two okay, words. What is the word? Do we remember like what it's representing? I don't know if we have a... Yeah, I don't think we have any... I think it's a surprise coming for you guys. Oh. Remember. Oh, this is remember it. because he was coordinating with someone and we don't know who. Okay. Okay, so it's blank, <laughs> O-R, blank, blank, O, blank, E... We have to be New able to get word. that second word. And if we can get the second word, we should be able to get the first one. Blank. O-A-R blank S. So. Cool. We haven't missed a letter. So all the other letters are open. So that that letter in between the R and the S, is that like E? It can't be. Oh, it can't be E. Oh, Great. Oh, this right. is very this, I already have a headache thinking about this. Can't be A E. Could it be I? I. O A. Boris. <laughs> I don't think it's Boris. Um, what would come before an S and after an R? That's a tough one. Like I think o? like a K, but nothing nope, we fits did there. Those. Like an N, but that doesn't. Horn. Could no. it be chorus? You. No. All right, we have to stop. <laughs> okay, so, okay, guess, okay, so let's guess three. Let's guess three letters now. Oh, we get to choose right. three letters today. Three. I mean, T is a common letter. Okay. Yeah, T. I like that. We've got a lot of vowels. We yeah. could take an A if we wanted, or we could just go with what we, we have. got. A already. Oh shit! Well, there we yeah. go. I'm not guessing an I. Who does he think I am? Um, <laughs> we guessed E R S T. S. No T. I already have it. Yeah, yep. so T. let's go T. Do we... What about N? I like N. T, N, and... Uh... Should we take kind of a flyer? What? Like a... I. Let's do it. It's not okay. a flyer. Let's but... do it. <laughs> okay. okay, I like it. There we go. T and I. T, T and I? T and I. T and I. <laughs> he says, no question day. Just excited to see, or just excited to melt away on the hill at camp for next week. Haha. <laughs> on things we will do for our squad. Oh, the things we'll do for our squad. Praying that the Waltons have something built to provide shade to the fans by next training camp. Fingers crossed. This is all Big Tony out. I know they're selling awnings at Walmart. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And he actually wasn't out. He says, also, how's Brett Rippon looking? Uh, Any chance he beats out Johnson for the backup spot so he can give 11 to the rightful owner? Big Tony out again. I would rather talk about punter than backup quarterback. Wow. That's... Backup quarterback, I, yeah. I mean, Hackett almost 
I wish he would have said that today when asked about it. He said it's an open competition. Yeah. Uh, yes, there is a chance. I There's guess. a chance, but I'm still taking Johnson. Johnson's bomb today to Darius Shepard yep. was kind of like, it doesn't totally level what we've seen, but it is the first kind of step Best back. deep ball of camp yes. by anyone? Yeah. Yes. Yep. 100%. I'm already smelling the pizza, Hank. Uh, you shouldn't be. You better be smelling the pizza you're about to buy me. <laughs> no, it's not Denver it. Rivals says, hey, guys, today's the day of Denver Rivals celebratory happy hour at Green Valley Ranch Beer Garden. Show some support to the Alzheimer's Association, get some drinks, and meet some fellow football fanatics in person, and watch mm-hmm. that great game, the Hall of Fame game. Uh, today, I have a wild thought involving a football parallel. Montreal Washington was picked 162 in this uh, year's draft. He's a special teamer, surprising everyone with his receiving ability. Another guy who was picked up at 165 with a similar startup in 2016, Tyreek Hill. Could Montreal grow into a Tyreek-type role for this Broncos team? Love to hear your thoughts about a Go Broncos y'all rule and hope you see some of y'all tonight. I'd be surprised if he doesn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hank's drunk already. Um, he has... He's just not fast enough. No. No, and, and the thing is, everyone tried to get their Tyree kill after Tyree kill mm-hmm. broke out into the league, and no one's been able to get him so far. Mm-hmm. Maybe the closest to Tyree kill is going to be Jalen Waddle, who he's playing with down in Miami. Um, he, he could be the Broncos version. No, not even, because Tyreek is also just a really good receiver, too. Uh, so, no. Yeah, no. Bronco Oilers says, I know our wide receiver core is largely viewed among the fan bases of strength and possibly the X factor for Russ Wilson. But in light of the Tim Patrick injury, I'm starting to think it's more of a question mark than a strength. We've got Cortland Sutton, probably the surest thing we've got, but haven't seen him look special since 2019. And he hasn't necessarily jumped out of camp either. Today he did. Uh, Jerry Judy, immense time, but hasn't really proven anything to this point. Has drop issues and questionable attitude at times. KJ Hamler could be a top-end burner, but can't stay healthy and is a speed guy coming off an ACL. And nagging hamstring injuries. Tim Patrick, good size, reliable, willing blocker on IR. Um, that was dark. And with the whole as dark of, as you yesterday yeah. talking about wow, Tim. Yeah. I got some DMs <laughs> oh. saying they appreciated that. Oh, wow. they, they like a, they like okay. a real a real man. Okay, keep it real. That's I'm not even joking. Uh, and then a whole bunch of unknowns. Again, don't mean to overreact. There's a lot of talk about how good this group could be. But at this point, I'm not sure how good they actually are. Well, I think we've had this conversation quite a few times about. We said, I mean, I specifically remember an offseason pod where we said they're one injury away from being a question mark. Yeah, and yeah. now they're that one injury there. And now you have to have both Cortland and Sutton be special. Cortland be be really who? good. Be, Cortland uh, and Sutton. Have Jerry and Judy be special. <laughs> have to have Judy and Sutton be special. And I'm uh, both of the, there, there's a question for both of those guys, certainly. Yep. Sutton, Sertan, and Simmons. Oh, God. That is just killing it my is, brain. It is. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's a little scary. But at the same time, it op- like quarterbacks make wide receivers in the same way that quarterbacks make offensive linemen. Uh, and so, yeah. like, Montreal Washington can suddenly be, like, a passable weapon for you because you have Russell Wilson. And it's like, hey, we just need you to run good deep routes. Passable weapon. See what you're doing yeah, there. Yeah, you could pass to him. <laughs> yeah. um, I think they're probably fun. I mean, if Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy just play kind of like the baseline we've seen from the last couple of years – they're you're not in love with it but that's good enough and i think between washington hamler and those others your wide receiver wide receiver three spot is fine wide retriever wide retriever <laughs> that might be we might need a t-shirt montreal I, yeah i keep coming back like that's the way that i go to sleep at night is i'm just like no other team is freaking out over losing their third most talented wide receiver yep 
And if it does, then your team wasn't that good anyways. Probably true. Um, and you should just be able to replace that production with a combination of Alberto, KJ Hamler, Montreal, Washington, and let's say Seth Williams. Yep. You should be able to. Yeah. Yep. All right. I think that's the last question. I think question. we had a super chat oh. come in too. Two super chats. Super Two. Wow. Um, first one coming in from Ivory Hotline. Woke up to my car being broke into. Ever happened to y'all? Oh, geez. Damn, dude. That, that sucks. is a bummer. That does suck. Um, Very that sorry to hear that. has not happened to me. My car has been stolen twice in high school. Wow. Yeah, right outside my house. Just <laughs> Gonzo? Yeah, Gonzo. The same car? Yeah, the same car. Did they so catch the guy? <laughs> no, not completely Gonzo. Uh, no, the first, the first time it was found, I think a couple hours later, and the next time it was found a week later. Wow. I, mean, I bet like, it was the end game when you steal a car. Uh, they probably used it someone... to commit a crime. Yeah, their end game the second time was do lots of drugs in it. Oh. You could do that anywhere. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it doesn't have to be in Zach's car. <laughs> Maybe that's just like an extra thrill. Like, let's steal a car and do some uppers. I, I guess it was the same guy. He's probably like, oh, we need a place to do drugs. This guy's car. <laughs> like, like, I know how reminds, to get in. This reminds me of the other guys. Have you seen that movie? No. Like, yeah. Keep breaking into his Prius and like having like homeless orgies. That, <laughs> right. yep. that was a fun one. Um, I've never had my car stolen or broken into i don't no, think so that's good also what? the being it happens as, to a lot of people in my apartment complex i'll be oh honest. no he wrote as like i woke up to my car being broken into oh like, like he, like he like, saw it like what yeah, do you do like, like it's like action yeah start firing at him out the window or something he he call the cops? <laughs> <laughs> i mean 50 50 maybe all right <laughs> You just say like, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> the my, safe thing to do is probably just to like let it happen. But my thing is like, cops. it's so cops weird. Are not showing up. You never that. hear about someone's car getting stolen and never recovered. Like I know of a right, lot of people who had their right. car huh. stolen. No one's ever been like, "Yep," and it was just gone. <laughs> it's gone forever. Huh. If that happens, it's probably for insurance purposes. Like you're like, I didn't want it back anyway. Yeah, the so. cops are like, "Look, <laughs> dude, if your car was really stolen, we would have found it." <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, and then coming in from Logan Beaumont, we have haven't donated in a while, but football season has hit me. Got tickets to all games except for two, thanks to half, thanks to the half price ticket wow, sale a few days solid. ago. Those half nice. price tickets are tough to get. My girlfriend tried to get some, she didn't. So that's Her what I was going to say. Is I stopped trying. Yeah. Oh really? Because like three years ago, I tried and just didn't get any, and I was wow. like, this is giving me like flashbacks to when I was trying to get World Series tickets for the Rockies and yeah. I spent a whole day just refreshing yeah. a page. Yeah. It's like a, actually a traumatic moment in my wow. life. Um, <laughs> and so I've, I just don't do it anymore. The fact that he was able to get six, like eight games. That's incredible. I think he must have just gotten one because you can only get one unless like he coordinated with friends and stuff. Oh, but he probably had others beforehand. It's an inside mm. job. Yeah, that's what we used to do. Like we we used to pick a game to road trip to, and we just get like the four of us, and we'd all just log on with our computer and phone and see if anybody got them mm. wow. for a road game, for a home game. For because we were game. in Montana, we drive down. Yeah, yep, yep. yep. Nice. Just kind of a road. Well, game congrats. For you. I'm just hoping. Um, since Henry wants to be in the press box for all the games, mm-hmm. I'm just hoping to go with, to the games mm-hmm. with his dad. There yeah. we go. <laughs> I know. I know. He Four was like, yeah, pod well. after? Yes. Wow. Dean on the pod. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I won't be the one to say no. I'll say that. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm going to entice him to bring me. Right. Yeah, like, if you come with me, work. then we can go back to the bar after. <laughs> the pod. You can yeah. share all of your thoughts. 
Yes. Just anything on your mind. He would love to hear that. <laughs> Let's go. Oh boy. Uh, all right. I think that wraps it up for us today. Yeah. No more. No more super chats. Cool. Uh, this has been great. Fun as always. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hit us with a thumbs up on YouTube. We really appreciate those. Also, wait. I'm going to do something really quick. Oh. No one log off. Oh. This is big. This is juicy. It's a um, tease. The other day, I said, hey, we've been getting some people coming after us in our <gasps> our iTunes reviews. Like, would really appreciate it if you guys hit us with some five stars. So, thank you to S-H-B-D-U-H-S-A-E-H-G. Rolls oh, I, off the I know tongue. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you to Background Sports. Thank you to Ravioli Pop-Tarts. Sounds mm. kind of good. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does ravioli pop tarts just take out the part that you're used to them being sweet like it's just now you just got cheese and sauce it's a hot pocket uh, it really is a hot pocket okay. from bdp okay. cole um they've been rolling in from jody from madtown bronco fan love it um a lot of people leaving five star reviews we really really Thank appreciate you, you guys so been, for doing that um and so keep them coming in and uh i'll keep naming names on on the podcast i love it thank or you all a series so much. of letters <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later
Mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.